It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. On this edition of the Kirby on Sports Podcast, we talk about our experience at the Washington football team versus Kansas City game. We talk about Dallas versus New England, the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans, the hurry-up offense, and so much more. Coming your way next, you're listening to the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Shout out Q. Shout out Q. you connected this is dave johnson voice of the washington wizards you have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man josh kirby on sports podcast coming to you from the trumbull insurance agency virtual studio this is another edition of the kirby on sports podcast turn your stress and anxiety into peace and security with trumbull insurance Contact Patrick Van Kemper today at 540-532-0622 or drop him an email at patrick at trumbleagency.com. For our sponsors, Regroup Building Services, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, and Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate. I am joined once again by Dan Dembski and the Swiss Army Knife, Carlos Martinez in the three-man booth, another week of the Kirby on Sports podcast. Gentlemen, how are we? Doing great, man. Energized, ready to be back in it. Here we go. Boys, I only have one thing to say. You hate hate to see it. it. You just hate to see it. You just hate it. (laughs) You just really hate to see it. We will get into that later, but you just hate to see it, Carlos. Oh, you hate to see it, man. Ugh, it's so heartbreaking. It, it, it's heartbreaking, but let me take off my hat for tasted... that one and hang my head in shame. <laughs> revenge you has never tasted so it. sweet. So sweet. <laughs> you hate to see it. Gentlemen, What we're going to take things in sort of a different direction. Um we have the games that we will be talking about, but first and foremost, we are going to talk about our day. We headed up to Landover, Maryland to watch the is some e- football, some exciting football. <laughs> oh, it was football. It was, it was football. It, it was, was good football. football on one side of it. It was good well, football, good. but on one side, not the other side in Washington only putting up 13 to Kansas city that sort of showed how exciting this game was. Um, but nonetheless, it was a great experience. It's such a great experience. We got the three man booth together again. Um, we could have gotten there a little bit earlier, but Dan, shut the, the hell up. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go again. Already we starting there. Here. We got there before the gates opened, and we got in pretty easily. I don't see what your issue is. No, it was it was just a joke me and Dan had in the car. He took the wrong exit, and then we he got super mad. <laughs> yeah, I got mad. People it was get mad. hilarious. 
All right, let's let's move forward. Let's get past when we pick Carlos up. I huh? mean, the How absolute slander on our names, Dan. Like, ugh. Oh man, but it was fun though. No, the a, whole trip curb was a your blast. slander class. Mm. Mm. How are yeah, we doing? Was... No, go ahead. Yeah, how are we feeling after this trip? Excited, depressed that it's over with because it was only a short amount of time. But I'm excited for our next trip. (laughs) Totally agree. When we go to a Ravens game with Dan, because we owe Dan a game since you know he took one for the team and came to see a game where he had no vested interest in either team. Now we owe him a game where we don't have a vested interest in either team. But. It is fun to see Patrick Mahomes play, man. Oh that was awesome. Gosh. That was oh, awesome to see oh. all that live. That shuffle pass that he did was freaking awesome. Yes, and the and the rollout to the right side and tossing it to a wide open. Even was, though it didn't was that Tyreek Hill? I'm not even sure. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. the one where he juked out the defender and still made the throw, uh, but it ended up not counting was pretty awesome. I mean, yes, it's uh, the most awesome play that's never counted in the history of awesome plays. And we got count. to see it live. We got to see it live, boys. We yes. got to see the game live. They, uh, just seeing Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs was pretty remarkable to me because you could see in our seats how the play was developing, who was open, who wasn't. And yeah. it, it was just pretty great. Uh, I mean, the way the seats were, we could see everything. And you yeah, don't really though, see that even on TV. though when I told you where the seats were at first, you were like, oh, we're in the nose, please. Oh, my God. My nose itches. And then the whole time when we're finally up there, you're like, oh, my God, these seats are amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, good. there's a reason why I picked them, because you could see the whole field. 50, 50 the slander line, on basically. my name right now. Unbelievable. This yeah. Thing. Flip switch, son. Here it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, great, great seats. Yeah, and that, and that, and that, that is a great thing about it is you could definitely see everything. Um, even like stuff like holding penalties and all that. You, you you're kind of <laughs> yeah. surprised what you can see that far up, even though it is pretty far away. But it's just like, damn, like it's just so cool to watch from that vantage point with a bird's eye view, being able to see everything develop in front of you, and uh, yeah, and then you're like, throw it to so and so, they're wide open, and I'm. Like you know, the like Mahomes or Heineke's gonna hear us. It's it's just funny. Yes, I think I think the best part was always when Tressway would come out and Kirby would start. Oh my straight. god! Yeah, Tressway. He's their best player. Their best oh, player. I loved it. I and loved then Carlos it. admitted how good Tressway is. Oh, he's Dude. a great punter. Oh my god! You really do not get to truly appreciate what a punter does until yep. you see it live. That those were some beautiful punts. Oh, wow. I can't. I can't believe that. I I truly cannot believe how great Tressway truly is. Just the height and the perfect spiral. Oh man! Oh just man! Amazing. It's amazing. And then and then the guy to uh two seats uh down from us starting to sell the, che- the team. Sell the team chant. chant. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh yeah, okay. And then the, okay. then the guy sitting down from him had to sell the or had to sell the team shirt on. Yeah. And like, don't, it, it don't forget, cool, don't cool forget circle. the Cowboys fan wearing a Dak Prescott jersey. There was Screams a Cowboys the- fan with a Seahawks Packers. fan with an Eagles fan. And the Eagles fan, uh, Chuck likes uh, a pair of sunglasses, like into the lower bowl. <laughs> 
I yeah. did not see that. Classy, classy Eagles. Yeah, me and Dan fans. did. Me and Dan huh. did. Yeah, they show out all the time. Yeah, but the Cowboys fan wore the Dak Prescott jersey. He screamed, "Go Cowboys!" No, 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 no. That was another fan somewhere else. Yeah, it was. It was over like two seconds. Go Cowboys! I was like, "What are you doing, dude? We're they're not even here." (laughs) That was was trying to stir the pot. It was obviously wanted to piss people off. That was funny job of it. Yeah, and then we had we were sitting next to a Packers fan. Yeah, was, I talked to him. He was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was cool. We're, we're sitting next to a Packers fan. Dan is watching the Ravens Chargers game. <laughs> Kirby's trying to FaceTime people during the game, and I get <laughs> I, I do that. I do that sometimes. Yes, I don't understand why you do that. Like that pissed me off because I'm like, like how can you hear anyone? Be here. Be yeah. where your feet are. Stop worrying about other people and showing them where you're at. Enjoy yeah. the experience. Yeah, Enjoy the, the experience game. was still great, though. It was because you 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 listened to me and you stopped worrying about your phone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At, was at, we got to see Sean Taylor's. Well, me and Dan actually didn't. No, get to see you him all ceremony. left and I stayed in line. I'm sorry, I had to take a piss. A- we didn't expect a two-minute thing. We thought it was going to be longer than that. Uh, okay, nonetheless, they really, they really nonetheless, the on that. nonetheless, the Washington football team. There it is. It, j- absolutely botched it. I mean, yeah, no matter what. Oh, we're, get, says, we're actually getting into the game. There's still more stuff about the experience that no, I would no, like no, to no, talk no, about. No, 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 the Jersey retirement. The Jersey retirement. Yes, there were things that Washington could have done differently, and mm-hmm. I agree with that. But just being there in person, witnessing a player I grew up watching, knowing, and eventually loving his style of play, who tragically lost his life, to get his number retired and attending that game, that meant the world to me. So, I I mean, I'm not going to get into what other fans are saying about how the ceremony was held so on and so forth. But it was just great to see his number retired. The first 10,000 fans got towels. We all got a towel. Mine's hanging up on the wall back there. But (laughs) I was just very honored to see Sean Taylor's 21 get retired. Yeah, Yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, most 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 definitely. And it should have happened years ago. I mean, it should have happened after after the incident, I think. Um, Maybe not directly after, but definitely like a, some, couple, like, like a couple years within after. Within a few years, even. right. Like right. the fact that it took almost over 10 years for this to happen is Longer. insane. It's yeah. insane. Like you I already shrined his locker. Yeah. Why not just retire his jersey? What are we doing? I think it was 2007, so it's been 14 uh-huh. years. It was the first year Crazy. that I actually started following football like religiously was when he got killed. Mm-hmm. So crazy. It's just, yeah. And it, it's, um, like, like, like we said, it should have been done long ago. It was a good thing they did, but you know, obviously the questions surrounding it are, we're, we're not going to get into that, but there's a lot of those, you know, uh, we could, we could get into the weeds about the situation surrounding it, of course, and, uh, how they handled it and all that, but we're not going to do that. But yeah, it was, it was good to be a part of that. Um, for sure. Um, and we, of course we didn't know until everybody else knew like three days before the game, you know, that, Hey, this is going to happen. So yeah, like we had already planned to go to this game and then it just got added, you know, the added value to it, that Sean Taylor's Jersey was going to be retired. Absolutely. Yeah. It worked out. It worked out pretty well (laughs) for sure. Yeah. But are we going to, are we going to finally touch again on the fact that 
uh, Kirby spent two hours in the lower bowl trying to get autographs from every player. No, pictures, not autographs. Whatever. Well, and I'll, then the I'll fact tell that you he's why. trying to slander us for not for not spending being all that time down, there down there with him. First of all, there was no room. Like, what would you just stand in the row behind you and yell yeah, to? Yeah, I mean, it, it was. Sorry, what I'll we're say, sorry we we'll let you down. Okay. Well, <laughs> what what I'll say is I saw a lot of media people. That's who I like to talk to. Yeah, I get but that. E- even before we walked in, we see Rhea Robinson from uh, the Rambling About Washington podcast. Shout out to Rio. Great guy. Uh, Jalen. Oh, yeah, he was nice. Burgundy. He was super nice. He, he, he was, was super nice and chill. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's a podcaster. It's all about the connections here. And then I see the hog farmers at the gate get a picture. Yeah, of that them. was cool. They support. Uh, pediatric childhood cancer and do mm-hmm. a lot to support that. So I appreciate their initiative there going down to the lower bowl. I mean, starting off, I'm just going to quickly shout out. I mean, Charlotte McBride, WUSA nine grabbed a picture with her. She does great work. And I didn't expect this Evan Washburn from w, um, CBS sports because it was a CBS game. I was like, yep. Hey, Evan. And, he said, what's up? And I was like, can I get a picture? And it was just great for all these people coming up. And I just like getting pictures. It's like a keepsake for me, you know? And like, no, that's I'm pretty not, cool. I'm yeah. not really worried about the autographs, so to speak. But if it's somebody. I wasn't really being big, serious about the autographs, but yeah. Yeah. But then. We're not. Sorry, go ahead. But then um, backup quarterback, Kyle Allen. I mean, I was like, hey, Kyle, can I get a picture? And. He was like, sure. I mean, he was very personable. Jonathan Allen. I mean, he was great. I was like, hey, can I get a picture? And he just took the moment to look at the camera and smile. Um, I sort of got a photo up with Chase Young, but he was running off the field and he was popular. Like Chase Young, out of all the players, like interacting with the fans, Chase Young had the most photographers going over there when he was autographing stuff. Of course. And you, you saw a lot of people. I saw Ron Rivera went up. I I mean, I was from a distance, for, for, but I yelled, excuse me. I yelled, Ron, I love you. He acknowledged you. I saw that. Yeah, he, he acknowledged me. You. you saw that. That was pretty yeah. crazy. I thought that somebody like the head coach of the Washington football team would not acknowledge me, but it, that happened. Jack Del no, Rio, Ron's, Jack I mean, Del Rio, nice I yelled at him. He, yeah. he that we didn't see. <laughs> he, he he didn't acknowledge me. He was too busy. Uh, I guess well, Jack Del Rio to... seems like a dick, but you know. <laughs> yeah, he but... is. He, I mean, that's kind of part of his job as yeah. as, as the coordinator. So yeah, but anyways, I mean, meeting my good friend Pete Haley from NBC Sports Washington, Alex Flum from WDVM, Scott Abraham from ABC Seven, Mitchell, yeah, Pitt, Scott, Scott, yes. Scott, the man, Scotty Scott, yeah, shout out to Scott Abraham, Mitchell Fischler from NBC Sports Washington, and. Darren M. Haynes, WUSA 9. I've had him on my show as well. But yeah. the greatest part, seeing Joe Theismann come out of the tunnel and I get a picture with Joe Theismann. I mean, Joe Theismann, the last great Washington quarterback. I mean, <laughs> you, I, I mean, Je- I, I mean, I've watched highlights of him. I've seen how he played through highlights, obviously. And the, I, I've seen him. He seems like a 
pretty great guy. And for him to get a picture with me on alumni weekend, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. That's a big deal. Yeah, it was great. And I did not get a picture with Doug Williams, but I did. He did acknowledge me. I did say hello. So that was pretty great as well. But I, I mean, other than that, standing by the home team tunnel, seeing them come out, um, because the last football game I was at was probably 17 when Washington played the Vikings. But uh, I mean, seeing the team run out onto the field and seeing them do their workouts and stuff, some players look a lot bigger than on TV. And it it was just crazy to see. And not to mention, I forgot to mention this. I saw Jennifer King. She acknowledged me. I told her, love your story. You're doing great work. Um, and Samus Reyes, um, he was once a DoorDash driver, and now he's a tight end. I said, great story, Samus. That was um, great as well. And um, I, I don't think anybody else acknowledged me, but it was just great to see. I saw Ron all Rivera's about you. wife. Come on. But it was I saw Ron Rivera's wife. Yeah, I was like, wait, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw I saw his- Sonny Jurgensen on the sideline. I mean, pretty cool. Sonny Jurgensen's getting up there in age, so I was surprised he was out there. But it was great seeing uh, the alumni and stuff. I didn't see Clinton Portis, but Clinton Portis was there with Sean Taylor's family. But all, all in all, all in all, it was just a great, great experience down there by the tunnel. No, very yeah. cool. And like, and and like you said, one thing that gives you, uh, other than an opportunity to obviously chat with people who you want to chat with it gives you a chance to like like you said see players up close and realize like holy crap chase young is huge like you don't notice it these are things you don't notice on tv because obviously tv makes reality a a certain way but once you see uh chase young and other players in person you're like wow like they are literally human specimens of greatness and power and it's just like holy crap like it's no wonder Chase Young was so good last year. Like he's a freak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And you don't get to me, appreciate it until you see him like standing like you know twenty feet away from you. Yeah, so. me and Dan were like like you, Kirby wow. was standing out, up on the front row, whatever. Me and Dan were kind of back in the aisle, and as soon as Chase Young came out, we me me and Dan looked at each other. We were like, "Oh my god, that dude is a freak." Yes, Chase Young is so big in person. I'm just like, <laughs> oh. That's an, he, he's an alien. He's not, yeah. he, he's not from here. Like he's no. not from this planet. <laughs> like me and him, we're not the same. We're not the same species. <laughs> we're not, I can't, I'm not, I'm not like Chase Young at all. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it, it is pretty cool. Kirby, like that you got like your, your pictures and stuff with people. Cause that is, I mean, that's something that you will remember. And yeah. And like you said, it's something to look back on and say, cool. Look, I met, I met Joe Theismann or, you know, got a picture with Joe Theismann. Met is, is, different for different people so we're not we're not going to really go there but um uh, i think we're just glad someone... we're, we're just glad you had a great time you had a great yeah. experience while me and dan just went up to our seats or we're went up yeah, to the seats and we just sat there and waited for you i mean you you had a good time and you got to connect with people and that's yeah. like one of your strong suits is that's connecting with people the biggest thing yep exactly right you're gonna make me cry carlos shut the hell up Kirby. <laughs> right. he Screw squashes you. it immediately i love it yeah um yeah, but no, I mean, for a first football game, for me, anyways, because I've never been to an NFL game, like, at all. Growing up, you know, this is the first time I've ever gone to an NFL game. 
I just want to thank you guys because like this is a great experience. It was so much fun, dude. And, like I can't wait. I cannot wait for us to do it again. Yeah, you know, I, w- I would say I, the same I want to as- plan something soon. Yeah, me too. I, I, it's been six years for me, so it's been a long time. And Ray, yeah, it was. Ray, it, Ray, Ray, <laughs> yeah, I went to the the last game I went to was the old was good old Ryan Mallett at quarterback. So try to forget that um, as much <laughs> as possible. Um, and mustard yellow pants, which they've only worn once. Anyway, that's a random thing. But yeah, <laughs> that's I just want to thank you guys for that, because like it when you when you're with your family, it's one thing like, you know. I don't know. It's it's different when you go to a sporting event with friends versus family. Like mm-hmm. it's it's there's just a different kind of vibe attached to it. So I think like going with you guys was was a lot of fun. It's like the first time I've been to like a like a, you know, an NFL or any professional game with someone other than my family or yeah. my mm-hmm. dad or whatever. So, I mean, as much as I like going to games with my pops, it's it's pretty cool to get to go with friends and like experience it in a different fashion in that respect, too. So, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And, and, and I do have to apologize publicly to Carlos. I, I slapped him with my towel when I thought oh, I, I punched you him. back. I punched <laughs> you for that. I was like, dude, don't hit me. <laughs> because like, I thought Washington recovered a fumble and I was getting so hype and I was like, let's go. But it was it it, it was on the ground and I was like, oh, okay. And, and we talk about the guy behind us who was slurring by the second quarter, and you really couldn't understand anything he was saying. Is our and Kirby blah, kept blah, egging blah. him on. <laughs> yeah, Kirby was just, yeah, you're right, you know, and just. And I uh, did throw preaching to the choir. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh man. And I, I, I did throw Carlos under the bus a couple of times, saying he's a every time, yes, every, every time, time you had a chance to. And you act Every like time. I couldn't talk my way out of it. Like yeah. they were gonna hate he me for it. He doesn't. He doesn't have a voice. <laughs> Kirby like, just became listen, his voice. Listen, listen. <laughs> I got. I got a silver tongue, bro. I could talk myself out of any situation. That's right. All right? Dude, it was just all for fun, it's, and it, it's a it was gift a, to be able to do that. Yeah, indeed, it, it is. is. It, it is. is a gift. <laughs> but then after the game, you could. I think we were walking by some sort of VIP lot. And players were coming out, and I was like, wow, they're right there. No players were coming out at that time. <laughs> we no, I saw some soon. luxury cars, so that makes Yeah, you see wonder. luxury cars because there's rich people who park there, too. Yeah, what, they're probably like season ticket None of the players were leaving yet. Yeah. Like, the game had just ended. They hadn't even gotten out of their pads and showered. Yeah, that's It could have been true. like luxury box people or something, That's what too, I'm saying. Park there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but I saw that and fans were gathering around. They probably wait a long time for those players to come out. Probably an hour. Sometimes. Not us. We had places to be, and Kirby was trying to get us to stay, and we were like, nah, dude. Like We already have to we had traffic as it eat. is. Yeah. We have to go back to my dad's house so I can pick up my car so that we can then go to dinner. I mean, damn, I didn't get home until like freaking 930 that night. Yeah. Like it was, it, it was, it was such a great, and of course it's because we then went to, you know, a restaurant. I don't know if we're going to shout out the, are we going to shout out the restaurant that we went to? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Buffalo wings it. factory in uh rest in Virginia. Uh, we, were, nice. we went there. Very nice place. We, very nice. Great food, great atmosphere. And then we stayed and watched the rest of the Cowboys Patriots game. What a and game. of course we'll get into that eventually. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We're not ready to get into it. Um, but yeah, you know, 
it's the fact Kirby, I don't know why you thought that we were going to stand there. I, I like, I understand you wanted to stay and see that, but we didn't have the time. Like yeah, we just did no not. Way. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. But I mean, all in all, it was a very fun experience. I mean, FedEx. Oh, hold on, and- hold on, hold on. We haven't even talked about the fact that a, a, a dad, like the people that sat in front of us, the dad and his two kids that came for like a quarter and a half of the they game left and then left <laughs> very early in the game. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know what to think about that because it's an NFL game. I don't know think we it was us, though, because like it's not like we were doing too much. I mean, Kirby, maybe, but. <laughs> well, you and I were just making some snarky comments about everything, so maybe maybe that's what it was. Could have been, I, mean, one, I guess. It, maybe, maybe Kirby was annoying them with, yeah, trust what? <laughs> <laughs> that shit always gets me. That's probably <laughs> the highlight. Every time trust what came out, I was like, Kirby, trust what out. <laughs> And he dotted some punts inside the five. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he was your MVP in that game for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic, and uh, which is sad. I, I, I yes. think the I think the highlight of it all was um winning those uh Washington football team sunglasses. Those were pretty nice. You didn't win it. You didn't win them. That's okay? true, Carlos. Somebody won. gave them to you that because they, they weren't even a Washington fan. I was the winner. I had the paper, but then I was like. I don't want to go get him. <laughs> Carlos had the money. And he just showed you some of it. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So is that something giveaway, they yeah. do? You, do you all think that's something they've done to try to like, I don't know, interest more fans or something? Because they've had such a hard time filling seats there. Or is that something? That... I mean, that was the one disappointing thing that we saw while we were there was the fact that the stadium was not full. so empty. But you know? it does. It feels like that's happening at a lot of stadiums. They're having trouble filling them. Yeah. But I mean, also FedEx field is just a nightmare to a get to and then B get out of. And then just even the experience itself. While we had a good time still, there's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is because like, of course we went to that game on Sunday, but on, on Saturday I went to Audi field to go watch DC United, of course, play Nashville to a zero, zero draw. No, no, uh, Still a good time, but like, there's something that's so beautiful about Audi Field that just isn't beautiful about FedEx. I just right. don't understand. Probably because it's newer than FedEx. I mean, sure, it's newer, Location, but I mean, come on. I mean, ownership, fill in the blank. Yeah, it's everything. It's everything. I mean, I, I mean <laughs> it's not like Audi Field is even doing anything crazy. You know, of like, it's a soccer stadium. You know, right. but like, just something about it. Like, a, it's easier to get to. Um, B, it's just, I don't know. It's just something about the atmosphere of the stadium just feels so great. Where like FedEx, like, yeah, it's not like, there. again, we had a great time. We were surrounded by awesome people mm-hmm. or whatever. And like the stadium did kind of get loud, but like, it just doesn't seem like it's a, it's a place people want to go to. Totally, totally agree with that. And it, and it's sad, but I mean, it's also like a symptom of what we've talked about in the past with this ownership and you know all the stuff that's come out (laughs) over the last two years really but here recently as well it's just like you know obviously the culture there for a long time hasn't been great who knows if it's even still fully resolved but that's been a big part of the problem obviously the losing has played a part in people just not showing up I mean people are people aren't gonna you know come if you're gonna just lose continually um last mm-hmm. year being sort of an outlier in that and that you know you had a losing record but you made the playoffs in that division so um i'm not trying to crap on washington football team but like 
you know, there's a lot that still in my mind has to change if, if they're going to get more fan interest. And they uh, definitely have to you know. uh, somehow up the fan experience because I feel like that would go a long way in making if they're not going to get a new stadium anytime soon, that would go a long way in making FedEx more enjoyable. Right. Because the fan experience there is and the prices for food. Oh, my God. God, that's so expensive. Yeah, Man, Dan, learn from the Falcons, Dan. Agree. Learn from the Falcons. The Falcons are doing yeah. it correct there. Yes. And in, in their pricing for things. I mean, God, golly. I mean, just for three chicken tenders and a small thing of fries and a soda, it cost me $21. 21 bucks. Like, that doesn't even cost, like, I, like McDonald's is cheaper than that. <laughs> you know? Like, for Dan, like, Dan got a beer. And what and a water and a water and it, it was twenty one I think or twenty two. It's the same price as me ridiculous. with food. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. The prices are so ridiculous there. I mean, yeah, just FedEx, Washington, just do better. Just do better. Now that yeah. that's oh everywhere across the board. I think because except Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta's the outlier where yes. the food is because if you cheap, go to a Caps game, it's about it's maybe a little bit cheaper, and. I'm not sure what Audi was like their food prices. If you saw uh, them, well, Audi. Well, and the other thing about like Audi Field is they have such a variety of food that you can get there. Goddamn, you can get pupusas there. Like that's mm. a Latino delicacy for us. Oh my <laughs> god, you can get pupusas. Holy shit! <laughs> like <laughs> oh, awesome. like you can get that. You can get like sandwiches, burgers, freaking tenders, spicy chicken tenders. I mean, and like they're not that expensive. It's not as expensive as FedEx. Like it's right. like I don't know, man. They gotta figure their. They gotta figure their their pricing. It's ridiculous. So, do you get some pumpusas on Saturday, uh, it, sir? Sir, <laughs> pumpusas, not pumpusas. This isn't pumpkin shit. All right, put some respect on that dish's name, okay? <laughs> I'll slap the I shit love, out of you. I'm sorry. I, I love his attempt. I, he tried. He really tried. But this reminds me of the time man. he tried saying chips con queso, but he said chips yes. con queso. Queso. Yes. I was I was trying to remember what word that was. I'm, <laughs> gl- I'm glad you remember. And then he tried line. to get on me about the correct, but he said, I'm like, Kirby, <laughs> I'm Hispanic. I know what it's. You know what? We're not even going to get into this because we're going completely off the rails here. How about we talk here. about the actual game now? Yeah, let, let's yeah. T- let's talk about the actual game. Tressway is their best player. Dustin yeah, Hopkins. Tressway! Yeah. 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 <laughs> D- Dustin Hopkins missed a field goal. He ended up getting cut. And the Chiefs ran all over the Washington football team. I, I don't think there's much more that needs to be they said. They didn't run. They passed all over the Washington football team. They passed. Let's yeah. get that correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> oh very tired. It's, it's typical Washington. They play a good half, and you think, you know, they literally were. I mean, this was it was a thirteen to ten game at halftime, and they had us Chiefs like us there that were supporting the Chiefs. They had us worried, like yeah. truly worried. It did but, not feel good. But me as a fan of the Washington football team, I knew it was a false sense of hope. Well, and and but it was fun that Ricky Seals Jones touchdown wide open. I was like, oh my gosh, that was well, incredible. I, 
I mentioned this to Carlos uh, during halftime. I said, look, I said, if, if there's any team out there that makes the best adjustments at halftime, it's going to be Andy Reid in this offense. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to turn it on. And we saw those. You did say that. <laughs> we saw how poorly Patrick Mahomes played the first half, but I mean, he came he out so and he bad. Was, he fired on all cylinders in the second half. And um, yeah, everything worked for Kansas City in the second half, pretty much. I mean, they had no problem throwing the football. Um they scored seven in the third, and then, you know, those two touchdowns to ice the game in the fourth, which is just the icing on top of the cake for them. Um, yeah, you know, this game was, you know, the Chiefs were heavy favorites. Um, I think everybody had that thought in their mind. And, you know, Washington just can't seem to pl- never ever play a full four-quarter game. Um, they seem to have lapses here and there. And th- that's not just this season. It's past seasons as well. So. Um, Kansas City is they're interesting to me um, because they're three and three now. And, you know, they're they're obviously not, in in my opinion, the top of the top of the AFC. Now, I think there's several teams up there that are having better seasons, have not stumbled like they have. um, But they're still not out of it. I mean, Mm. they could go on a run here and put themselves right back in the conversation. So I don't think that's anything to you know, to, to forget about. So, um, Tyreek Hill also very fun to watch in person. Oh yeah. Um, no doubt. His speed, just the way he just runs routes gets open. I mean, gets wide open because the Washington secondary in that second half, Ooh, just bought my mic. Couldn't do anything. They, they, they couldn't play man. They couldn't play zone and they couldn't get to Patrick Mahomes either. And even when they almost got to Patrick Mahomes, he was able to use his legs, get outside the pocket, I just make some insane throws. And to me, that was the difference in this game. It was, first of all, the Chiefs defense stepping up, too. And that's something Carlson and I talked about. They couldn't stop Washington at all in the first half. It, no. it was ridiculous. Um, they adjusted really well. And the big thing was they really they really frustrated Taylor Heineke in the second half, I think. And that, that was a big mm-hmm. reason why they were able to, able to pull this game out. And that Heineke interception, I'm like, yeah, that's just typical Washington right there. Yeah, right. Never right, should have thrown that right there, like on the line. Used another player's. Oh my god, that that interception was just nuts. Seeing that, I was like, oh my god. Um, but no, I mean, if, if for me, I, it was it was same story. You know, the defense and this defense, this Kansas City defense, will get a little bit better as the season continues. Obviously, they're still missing Chris Jones. They're missing their That's one big. of their starting cornerbacks, yep. so it's gonna tighten up a little bit as the season goes on. But this this defense just isn't enough for me to think that Kansas City is gonna really make a run for the Super Bowl. To I be agree. honest, they're going to get it, especially because the Chargers lost to the Ravens. Uh, congratulations, Dan! Big time, lost big time. <laughs> um, so with that, I mean, Kansas, Dante. City's, Kansas City's only one game. Yeah, suck it, Dante. Um, <laughs> Kansas City's only one game out from, you know, they're just one game out of it at this point. And, you know, obviously Denver isn't really – it wasn't for real. They haven't looked down. good in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, Vegas rebound – like definitely rebounded and played very well with after this whole John Gruden stuff. Um, so they, they might still be an issue. and But we now see LA's not necessarily – you know, an unstoppable team, you know, right. again, ball, it's not like Baltimore has the most, you know, like 
they have Lamar Jackson, but you know, I guess that's the, that that's the X factor there, but like, they're like, like Baltimore isn't necessarily like this dominant force in terms of like, because you know, of all the injuries and stuff. So it's like, if their backups are doing that great against Bay against uh, Los Angeles, if Kansas city can just pull it together, they can compete with, you know, the chargers. Um, I don't know. It's, um, the game definitely changed when Washington missed that field goal. Like you felt yep. the air leave the stadium. Yep. Um, and then from then on, it was all Kansas City. And Kansas City converted every third down from then on mm-hmm. out. Washington couldn't stop them. Um, now, Patrick Mahomes, of course, in the first half, it was rough. It was really rough. And he had that horrible interception that I, I was pissed at because I'm like, just take the sack. You're in field goal range. What are you doing? I understand you've made your bread and butter on these crazy Those types plays. Of plays. Yep. But teams are starting to figure that out now. And now we have to start playing more fundamental football and stop these turnovers because he has just had way too many turnovers this season. And, you know, and I was, and Washington, the reason why Washington was really successful in the first half was because they did shut down Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. And that is the weakness of this Kansas city. It's their strength and their weakness. If you can get them going like they did in the second half, they're going to dom- They're going to dominate you because they're so good. Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. If you can stop them, you have like Kansas city's offense just doesn't function. No other player steps up the way a Sammy Watkins did. And I've been preaching that for the whole season that Sammy Watkins was such an important player because, you know, he was, he was going to be open and he was good. So, and now he's on Baltimore and of course, congratulations again, Dan. (laughs) Uh, He's, he's hurt. So it's fine. He's hurt right now, but you know, he's still, he's still giving you guys the good juju. You guys are five and one. <laughs> yeah, very true. But yeah, no, and- I mean, overall, it was, it was, it was an all right performance. I wasn't necessarily, I didn't leave the game feeling the best, but I'm just glad they pulled off the win because if they would have lost to Washington, oh my god, Alarm bells the sky would have been falling. The sky mm-hmm. would have been falling. No and doubt, and you, you would have been annoyed by me in the car. <laughs> Oh, my oh he oh he mentioned that to me. He was like, "Oh, he's like, I was like, if this is gonna be insufferable. You're gonna be insufferable, <laughs> insufferable, whatever, unsufferable. I actually is it whatever. I think it. I think it is insufferable. I think. I think. I think it's right. insufferable. But I, I knew. Thing is I, was I like, knew for a fact that Washington could not keep this up because Andy Reid, as you mentioned, Dan, he will come out and make those adjustments in Washington, and they don't. And they don't. I, I just don't think they're capable of making adjustments. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know what goes on in that locker room, but yeah, I don't know. I really you know, don't. Pey- you know what Peyton Manning and Eli Manning said? Uh, honestly, there's not a lot of time to make adjustments in uh, at halftime, you know, and it's clear Washington can't make in-game adjustments. So while the game is actually being played, they're not the best at making those right. types of adjustments. I also think it's just, they just don't have their quarterback yet. I just don't think Taylor Heineke is clearly not the answer. Yeah. Brian Fitzpatrick yeah. can't stay healthy. We haven't really seen Kyle Allen this season, but I don't really trust in Kyle Allen either. I got right now. You guys like like right now. You, this there's just no there's no answer at quarterback, and it really shows 
why having a great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes is the difference because he can make those, you know, adjustments. Dak Prescott can make those adjustments. Tom Brady can make those adjustments. Aaron Rodgers can make those adjustments in game. You know, it's and the big and the big differences between those quarterbacks and Washington, obviously, just not not just the talent. Obviously, you know, Heineke is not doesn't have a tenth of the talent those guys have, but it's also like they also have pretty solid running games, and that's like the foundation of what they do. Washington still has never found a running game, and you can see that they try early in the game to run the football. And it just wasn't working. And when they got out to that lead, they I thought they did a pretty good job of you know of mixing in pass and run. But in the second half, I mean, Kansas City wasn't having any of it. I mean, they just they were just stuffing the run. And then Washington got behind. And they had to throw it. And look, Kyle Allen or Kyle Allen. See here, I go saying Kyle <laughs> Allen. Um, Heineke's not a guy who's going to be able to throw it 45, 50 times a game and and be successful. He's just not that kind of quarterback. He's more of a game manager type of quarterback when he's out there. So, um. The situation wasn't right for him to be able to 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 have that kind of you know play style in the second half, and I, I think that hurts Washington. They really haven't had a running game in a while. I mean, you probably have to go back two or three years to see where they had a consistent running game, and it's it's hurt their offense. Honestly, I can't. The last time I remember Washington really having a running game was when they had Alfred Morris back in the RG three days. That I was, really don't remember them having yeah. a great. They had Adrian Peterson a little bit like a couple of years ago, but come on, Adrian Peterson's you know in his like thirties, like mid thirties, mid to late thirties. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's to, I like, totally agree with you there. I mean, yeah, that uh, was when they had a really really good. You know, a, you know they had RG three who was a wild card, obviously, and then you have Alfred Morris who could who could explode too. But yeah, I, I think you're right. They haven't really had any consistency since then, and they haven't really been able to draft the position well. They've tried. They haven't really been able to sign anyone who's panned out. Obviously, like you said, Adrian Peterson. But it, I mean, at that point, what were they expecting him to do? He's you know two or three years away from retirement. He played well for them. He really did. He did. Um, for for the limited role he had and the in the limited opportunities he had there, but he, he was pretty solid for his age and all that. But yeah, it's just that's the number one thing they're going to have to do is they're going to have to work on, you know, obviously the offensive line needs a ton of work. We know that um, that's really where it all begins. And then you'll be able to, you know, have better pass and run options outside of that. So, so you're talking about how Washington needs to find their quarterback. That yes. that's, that, that's one story, but that doesn't, say anything about what needs to be fixed on the defense because well they definitely need help in the secondary because landing need help everywhere it's uh, nothing's working nothing is working for this no, Washington right. football team agreed agreed and, and right. i i don't know what it is i mean i've watched and i've seen and i'm not sure what it is with the Washington football team and what needs to change on this defense and clearly so this is the most overrated defense in the NFL, and I will not be surprised by the end of this season. They are not ranked 32nd overall in the league. In I don't think they'll be that. Uh, I think, honestly, they'll be I down there. But think, yeah, yeah they're, they're not going to they be 32nd. Be you know, you got Detroit and Tennessee, even Tennessee's defense is 31 right now. And and Kansas City's defense isn't that much better. I mean, they improved no. in this game for sure. I mean, the defense they were needs down there to too. improve. You know the saying, mm -hmm. defense wins championships. And if your defense is like that, you're sitting at home on your couch every single year while a team with a better defense marches on to the Super Bowl and wins. Well, and another thing is like, 
maybe that Jack Del Rio thing from from last year was just sort of a flash in the pan type of season where, you know, that his scheme just happened to work for that one season and it's not sustainable for a long I, I don't know what the answer is. Nobody's going to have an answer. You I don't think. To, yeah, you know, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think anybody knows. Yeah, I can't I even anybody put my knows what the answer on because what it what needs to happen. But you have to look at that, every variable, though. You can't well, he, just look at one yeah. area. Well, here's the thing. Like, you got to focus. OK, so what 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 is the the building foundation of this team is that line, right? That defensive line. It's still great. They're just kind of underperforming right now because they're falling behind in games, right? Because their secondary isn't doing anything. So you got to fix the secondary. You got to figure out what you're doing at quarterback because Taylor Heineke clearly isn't the answer. Ryan Fitzpatrick is almost in his goddamn 40s, you know, and Kyle Allen just isn't a starting caliber quarterback. Okay, then you got to figure out running back. You have to find a goddamn running back because we've been saying it since last season. The issue with Washington is they don't have a running game and you need a good running game in order to win. And then obviously you got to fix the line. You have great options at receivers. Terry McLaurin is good. Uh, Logan Thomas is good. You know, uh, whatever the hell that second wide receiver is. I can't remember his name right now. He's pretty good too. Um, Like you have, you have pieces to build around, but you don't have the foundation. Like, like uh, on offense, you don't have the key foundation piece, which is the quarterback to build around there. And then you have the foundation for your defense, but you just don't have the right secondary. And they need to take a look at scouting. They need to take a it's 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 a multi-tiered thing. And look, it's not something that's that's gonna be a two or three year thing here. We're talking about this is uh this, this is, is a long term project. Five, this is a five to six year type of thing where you get your team back on the right track, but look. They cleaned house after obviously the the stuff that happened. It's obvious that that hasn't who they replaced their old staff with. I mean, it it seems to be more of the same type of issues that they were having before, especially on the defensive side of the ball. How many years have we talked about how bad their defense is? It's year after year after year. Now, last year, obviously, their pass rush was so insane that nothing else mattered with their defense. It didn't matter if their secondary was bad or their linebackers were bad. You know, they were sacking quarterbacks they were applying so much pressure that it didn't matter that's not happening this year and it was supposed to be the you know the the bread and butter with this defense and it hasn't been so it's it's a very complicated issue and like I said it starts with you know who are your scouts what are they scouting for it's it's a whole big mess of shit right now that they have to sort through and I think it's you know that's part of the big challenge for you know, for this new, you know, front office to sort of figure out. And obviously, you know, it's it's not going to come easy. There's going to be some painful seasons. Yep. All right. So that was our experience uh, with Kansas City <laughs> track. heading to Washington and the recap of Kansas City beating Washington. We will take a quick break. And when we come back, you hate to see it. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you about Regroup Building Services. If you're looking to get your home remodeled, any part of your home, bathroom, kitchen, want to get a deck built, anything like that, Regroup Building Services can just about do everything. And take it from me, because they came in and they remodeled my family's kitchen, and they do a great job. 
So if you're looking for any sort of home remodeling needs, uh, deck work done, anything of that nature, reach out to my guy Sean Hibbard over at Regroup Building Services today. You can check them out on their website, www.regroupbuildingservices.com, where they do the honeydews that your honey don't. Make sure you tell them Josh sent you. For sports fans living in condominium and homeowners associations, as well as business professionals, when you need a reserve study, PM Plus Reserves has been in business since 1990. Their studies are accurate and easy to understand. Check them out when your association needs a study, www.pmplusreserves.com. You can also contact them at 703-803-8436. Once again, www.pmplusreserves.com. All right, welcome back. Joined in the three-man booth by Dan Dembski in the Swiss Army Knife. Carlos Martinez. Carlos, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Texas isn't back, guys. Texas isn't back. It, oh my God. That guy was a that guy was a trip. That guy was a Ooh. trip. He was asking for it for, for them to lose. <laughs> he was man. asking for it. And as you guys saw me. You guys saw me with after after New England scored that touchdown and Dak got the ball back. I told you guys, I'm not worried. I'm not. Got time. We're gonna come back. We have time. Yep. Oh man, let's get let's that was that was let's get into experience. this. This is what I've been waiting for. Carlos, oh, take so it away, bud. Take it away. Take I'm it away. Excited. Well, I mean, obviously, we have to start with what we were doing. So after obviously we left uh, FedEx, we went back to my dad's house so I could pick my car up and then head back. Yeah, know, that car is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, two colored, different colored doors. It's fantastic. It's very unique. It's not mine. It's my mom's husband's. Um. Mine was here in, uh, you know, West Virginia. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, so we went to, we, we obviously went to go eat uh, dinner afterwards. We went to Buffalo Wings. What is Buffalo Wings Factory? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Buffalo Wings Factory. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, give, give them a try if you're ever in Reston. They're, They're fantastic. fantastic. Um, there's your free plug. <laughs> um, but yeah, we went there um, and we were obviously at that point, the, Cowboys and Patriots game was already I think they were already in like the third fourth quarter it was in the third yeah yeah they were in the third yeah. so we had already missed the first half so we had already missed you know the turnovers and stuff like that uh from the first half and all that um but there was this guy who was supporting the Patriots who was sitting at the bar we were sitting at a table and he was just being obnoxious as hell and just screaming and cheering every time the Patriots did something, anything, uh, it didn't matter <laughs> yeah. any positive play at all. And then, you know, uh, there was the whole, you know, when I, well, what, what happened? Well, first new England scored and took the lead. And that's when he started saying the you hate to see it line. Yep. Just screaming it at a buddy, I think that was there, just going, "Yeah, hate to see it. You hate to see it." And I'm sitting there going, "Okay, okay." Then the Trayvon Diggs pick happen, pick six happens. Yep. Which, hallelujah, that was impressive. God that was Trayvon impressive. Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is a very great player for Dallas, and they need to cherish him and yeah. hope yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I hope that Trayvon Diggs doesn't commit any DWIs well, well, or anything we'll, we'll like get, that. Kirby, we'll get into all that Calm later. Down. Well, yeah, relax, relax. So, 
obviously makes the pick six. I start cheering. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then obviously then the next offensive play for New England is the wide um, open. Is the you know the miscommunication in the secondary. They leave uh Bourne wide open. Bourne takes it like what it was 75 yards to yeah. the house. One yep. play and they take the lead. And this dude goes ballistic just back there. Up. He's just going, he continued going, you hate to see it. You hate to- <laughs> Texas isn't back. Nothing's back. Nothing's great and big about Texas. Like he's just going off. On and like, on and on. And at that point, I'm now I'm he's behind me. So and like we're sitting kind of in a booth table section kind of yeah, thing. It's a so hybrid. I can't see him, but Dan and Kirby are sitting in front of me and they can see him. And so they just see me. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right. Okay. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried because there was still. He'll get his. There was still more than two minutes left in the game. And given how well Dallas was moving the ball at that point, I had a feeling. Now, of course, we did just miss the field goal uh, not too long ago. So, of course, Dak, Dak drives him in the field goal range, makes the field goal. I don't say anything yet because, of course, it's going into overtime. Goes it's into overtime. overtime. Yeah, Patriots get the ball first. They don't do anything with it. Bill Belichick is a coward and doesn't go for it on fourth down <laughs> and gives fourth the ball back two. to Dallas. Yeah. Dallas goes on and scores. C.D. Lamb scores the walk-off touchdown. And as soon as C.D. Lamb scored. walked into the end zone, I just let out, oh, you hate to see it. You just hate to see it. You hate to see the evil empire fall. It's over. Tom Brady was the reason why you guys were successful. Fuck you, <laughs> New England. Goddamn six freaking times we've been losing to you guys. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm so happy with this Dallas team. And we'll get about my thoughts on Dallas and how I feel we're going right now. But, man, what a time. I, I, I the, think... best part, the best part of that was we were leaving as you said all this. <laughs> yeah. So we were getting up. We'd already paid and everything because we just want to see the end of the game. And Carlos yells all that. He he did not say fuck you, but he could have said that. He he. <laughs> there were children around, so he you know he he kept it PG. But he did say the I evil did. empire. I was like, that's a great line. That really is a great line. The evil empire of and, the New England Patriots is falling. That great whole stuff. interaction. That whole interaction. I sort of wanted Dallas to win just so Carlos. Uh, yeah, me too. That's the thing. It, it, it felt like everybody <laughs> in the in the restaurant at that point was like. I want Dallas to win now because right because that asshole. guy was such a jackass. He was such a jackass and and so and then, annoying. Of course, I didn't actually see his reaction. Yeah. Of course, because he was behind me. But Dan and Kirby said he just like he took his, his hat, hat off, off, put his head down, and was just like uh, in pain. I love it. I love it because <laughs> I look, love it when people are like that. When it, are that much of jackasses when it comes to sports and their team loses? I mean. You should There's give them better. everything they were giving everybody else in the ball. I mean, that guy, there was no one else who was even talking loudly at all. Like, Yeah, the good old fan down there with the Lamar jersey who's just trying to enjoy watching football. Yeah, he goes and, like, shakes the guy's hand, and the guy's like, what? The guy was, like, super confused about <laughs> what was happening. Um, Just an annoying guy who got what he who got what was coming to him. I like how Carlos waited till the game was over. He was classy about the entire thing. And um, I, I respected Carlos's response because we had to say it. I mean, you hate to see it, but we had to say it. Okay, we had to. We, we had, had to. to. We had. We to. all like, did too. We all said. We all said you hate to see it. I was so excited too. I was like, "Come on, Dallas! Please win this game! Please win this game! I have to say this! I have to!" <laughs> you have. And to they say pulled it. through for me. They did what needed to be done. Like so I great. said, the evil empire has fallen. 
the Cowboys have ended this long streak long of streak. losing to the Patriots. And of course, that was because they had Tom Brady. Um, and I don't think the Cowboys have ever beaten Tom Brady, to be honest. They never did. Um, I don't think we and I think we had our best shot week one, but yeah. we didn't do it. Um, but yeah, like the fact that we basically outcoached Bill Belichick, we outplayed Bill Belichick. I mean, we we put up the most yards against a Bill Belichick team is fantastic. It's huge. Like I said, the evil empire has finally fallen. <laughs> the Cowboys are legit. We are here. Totally agree. And I mean, ah, this is that's why that, that's why the Cowboys are my main team because they just make me feel they either make me feel dread or absolute euphoria and joy, which is what I still feel now. Because I of totally them. relate to that. I feel the same way about my team. It's the same way. Yeah. I Kirby feel more dread no most of the time, but, you know. <laughs> I knew it. It's anyway, true. <laughs> good stuff. Well, yeah, I, I I, mean, Dallas is a very good football team. I'm not going to take anything away from them um, uh, other than their defensive player getting a DWI. That's just irresponsible for this team going on a Super Bowl run. But – yeah, other than that, I think their defense. I mean, he's playing. not, it's not like KZ was like, is like a, an important, like a piece where, like, if he gets suspended or anything, our defense is going to fall apart. Randy Gregory is playing fantastic right now. Micah Parsons is playing fantastic right now. No. Obviously, Trayvon Diggs is playing fantastic right now. Anthony Brown, who I slaughtered week one because of how bad he was uh, covering Antonio Brown and getting burned, has been quietly consistent. Been great ever since. Yep. And like, and you know, we're 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 gonna get Rand, Rand, not Randy Gregory. I'm sorry. Demarcus Lawrence is eventually gonna come back, and. You know, if Randy Gregory's still playing the way he's playing, um, you know, when when D Law comes back, I mean, oh my God, this Dallas defense is going to be a force to mess with. And of course, thank God the bye week is this week for us because, of course, Dak strained his calf on that last throw. Um, and hopefully, it's it doesn't seem like it's a bad strain, but that's what's been keeping Michael Gallup out for the past. You know, ever since the Tampa Bay game is a is a calf strain. So hopefully, um, he gets the proper treatment for these next two weeks leading into Minnesota uh, in two weeks. But um, I mean, I'm so excited for this Dallas team. Like we look, we're legit. Like we are legit. And the last time the Cowboys were five and one was 1995. The last time Lucky we won year. a Super Bowl, the year I was born. The year there I was born, go. boys. It all comes I haven't felt this good about a Cowboys team ever, ever. Well, maybe 2007, but like even that was a great team. Like even like the and, and they broke my heart and I cried when they lost to the Giants. I really cried. <laughs> Heavy but favorites, like, yeah. But like you know, even even in Dak's rookie year when we went 14 and two, I didn't necessarily have the same faith that I do now. Like right. I feel so confident in this team. I mean, you guys saw it. I wasn't nervous when we went down. I knew we were going to come back. I just knew it. And I don't know what it is about this team, why I feel like it. I think it's just because Dak has been playing at such an incredible level and this defense yeah. is actually performing well because of Dan Quinn getting them organized. But, I mean, good Lord. Like, we look good. We look so good. And we're getting Lyle Collins back, of course. He's finally off the of suspension. Don't ever bribe a drug official. 
not a good <laughs> not a good move um <laughs> life life advice <laughs> yeah it, it's um I'm so excited for this team. I just truly am. Like, I can't contain it. I can, I'm happy. I'm, I'm not saying Super Bowl yet. I'm not saying Super Bowl. No, we too have, early to say. We, we oh. are a dark horse for the Super Bowl, I feel like, right? But I don't think this team is going to make the Super Bowl. I think we'll make the NFC Championship game for sure. Well, I'll just say, you know, last year, really before Dak got hurt, I mean, he was playing out of his mind last year. Pretty, He was playing really well last year. Um and he's really done more of that, more of the same this year. It's really great to see him sort of bounce back after his very serious injury and, and to play as well as he has. But one thing Dallas has done a really good job of, obviously that we talked about the defense. Carlos talked for a while about that. I mean, their defense is a complete, I would say, 180 turn from what they were a season ago where they were, oh, yeah. I mean, they couldn't stop anything. And now they're pretty solid. I mean, in this game, they had some, they had some miscommunications. And obviously Carlos talked about the, the, the uh, touchdown that, that Mac Jones threw there late in the game uh, to Bourne. Um, but the difference is, well, first of all, they're, they're much more healthy than they were last year. They weren't missing yeah. key players. Um, Dak's healthy, uh, but they've been able to run the ball effectively. And I think that punch with Elliot and Pollard has been, huge for them this year. I mean, obviously Elliot's more of a, more of a power back and, and uh, Pollard's more of a shifty kind of fast, faster running back that can kind of get in and out of gaps and, and make quick cuts. And they just complement each other really well. And I think that's one thing watching this team. We all, we all know how good CD lamb has been. I mean, he's, he's been awesome. He's been he's awesome. a beast. He's that was a beast, such dude. a great moment. He scores a touchdown. I didn't like him high stepping into the end zone, just get yeah. into the end zone, but I Please. loved how he got pushed. Gets back up, just starts waving. It was yes. so awesome. So it great. was so awesome. I love it. I love everything that's happening in Dallas right now. I would, I, I tell you, I'd, I'd love to have him on my team. Just uh, his run after the catch is ridiculous. <laughs> he can just do anything after he catches Ugh. the football. Um, their offense is just unstoppable right now. And you combine that with the defense that's gotten a hell of a lot better in one season. Um, especially the secondary Trayvon Diggs. We, I mean, we alluded to it. I think he's got seven or eight picks this year so far. He's got as many touchdowns as his brother does too. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. It's not supposed to happen in case you're wondering, no. a, you know, a defensive back is not supposed to have as many or more touchdowns than a receiver. Just, just in case. Yeah, that, is, that so. is a very crazy fact right there. Um, But everything has come together for this team so far. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them, you know, down the stretch here a little bit. Um, you know, obviously they had that, they had that loss. Their only loss is really against Tampa Bay and they beat everybody else and they beat the, the chargers, I think has been the, the toughest team they've beaten so far, but of course they have Kansas city. They have, you know, um, the saints left on their schedule. The saints are, the saints are hit or miss, but they also have Arizona in week 17. I think that's going to be very, yeah, but very I interesting feel like game. But for that Arizona game, it's going to be interesting to see where Dallas is at that point of the season right. because by that point Measuring we might already state. have we might have the division locked up and we might not even need to be playing those last two games. That's true. That's the that's thing. True. That's that's the thing that everybody is looking towards that Arizona game. But a, I'm still not 100 fully convinced Arizona's that is as good as they are right now. Right? They are six and zero. Right? I can't they take that away really from them. They have been some tough teams. But so you know, it's just that little thing in the back of my head. Like, right. is this team legit yet? Like, are they really real? They have the weapons, they have everything, but it's all built around Kyler Murray. And if Kyler gets hurt and he's not the biggest guy, right? 
you know, who's to say right now, him and Dak are tied right now for MVP odds. Kyler and Dak are Dak is by far the favorite to win comeback player of the year. Um, but I think the true bar- I mean, there's only a few games that I see as a challenge. Obviously I, I I'm not 100% sure if we're going to win every division game. Obviously our last week of the season is going to be against Philly where I feel like we're going to not play our starters because right. at that point we'll probably have this division locked up. Hopefully. <laughs> We still have the two games against Washington, which I'm not necessarily scared of Washington, but, you know, crazier things have happened. Um, And, you know, obviously that Kansas City game where Kansas City can, you know, match up with us in terms of offensively, but their defense isn't going to stop our running game at all. You know, we're not Washington. You know, (laughs) if we get a lead on you, we're going to keep going. Uh, And, of course, we can hit you from all angles. We can hit you from the air, from the ground. You know, like we can beat you with – Noah Brown, who who the hell knows who Noah Brown is? Never you know? heard of <laughs> like, like it's like we're, we've been missing Michael Gallup for the past, you know, since Tampa Bay. And and, and look at us now. We got, you know, Will, Williams and we got Noah Brown making plays, you know, and CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper is still a threat, even though he's not really been a factor too much, but he's still a threat. Um, yeah, the the depth at wide receiver for Dallas it's is ridiculous. insane. They're freaking loaded top to bottom, and they I have know. five or six guys they can they they can, I mean they can they they can catch passes. I mean they can do exactly what they're supposed to get paid to do. You know. Yeah, and um, then of course Dalton Schultz has been actually Schultz, yeah. pretty good this year. He's, He's been, been solid. solid. I mean, it'll be interesting going into the Kansas City game. Of course, Vegas is still a threat. Um, for sure. You know? I thought I thought they were going to fall off because of the whole Gruden thing, but they look pretty good uh, this week. And so I, I again, I still think uh, the lowest this team is going to be is thirteen and four. Is so I feel like we're going to drop. There's three possible losses on this schedule that are left. New Orleans could catch us by surprise and beat mm-hmm. us. You know, it's it's like thirteen and four is is the floor for us. I feel like. Right. I, but I feel like we may do better. We could go 14 and three, maybe even 15 and two. And we could even, I don't even know if I really want the one seed because I, I don't really like the bye week. I feel like if this team is, is hot, we have to keep mm, playing. That is but, a good one. A you know, point. if we get the one seed, I mean, that means everything has to go through Dallas. And I mean, I, I, you I like don't know. that though. I'm, you have to like that. I, I Yeah. But I mean, I, I just want anything. Anything to make sure we don't have to go to Tampa Bay or Lambeau, I'm okay with. I'm okay with that because, like, those are like, I definitely don't want to go to Lambeau because of, you know, the trauma I've had with going to Lambeau. Of course, that was a catch in 2014. Screw yes. the refs. Um, and then, of course, Tampa Bay, you know, we just don't want to give, I mean, it's warm in January at least, but we don't want to give, you know, Brady home field advantage. We Never. want him to come to our house. Yeah, uh, I think you I, just covered it beautifully. So. Yeah, I think you did too. I I feel like Dallas is looking really good, and I like what you said there. You weren't say you're not saying this is a Super Bowl team, but they're looking pretty darn good. For I mean, they can they are they can compete to play in the Super Bowl, but I don't think this is the. I, I think next year will probably be the year where I'm going to start singing Super Bowl or bust. But this year, I just want us to make it to the NFC Championship game. That's my bar for them. That's it. 
Anything yep. else after that? They're playing with house money. I I think that I think that's realistic expectations as of right now. Um, because like uh, it it still is a long season, so there's a lot to take into consideration. But still, at this very point, I I totally agree with you, Carlos. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I just it's just great when Dallas is playing well. It just, just makes my life it. so much better. Enjoyed because there are a lot of fans like Josh Kirby who have to go through terrible things. <laughs> well, there's me who had to rescind my fanhood last year because I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that scares me about this team, though, real quick before we move on, is like Mike McCarthy is going to lose us a game here. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's going to be because of him that we lose a game. I'm very, he still makes me nervous as a coach, but as long as it's not a playoff game, I think, I think you'll I take hope. a regular season loss or two rather than a playoff loss. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. The last and final game we will be touching on deep in depth. The Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football defeat the Buffalo Bills 34-31. to I'll tell you, I was very surprised to see the outcome of this game. I watched highlights. I did not watch the entire game. But for Tennessee... To stop Buffalo on a goal line stand in their red zone was huge. Tennessee has not been playing well. And I'll tell you, I think Derrick Henry carried this Tennessee Titans football team. You think? (laughs) He always carries his team. Yeah, he He was their whole offense. Yeah, 143 yards, three touchdowns. You have Tannehill. Tannehill, I'm not sure what's up with Tannehill. He's just not. He's an average quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an yeah, average quarterback. About, he's an average quarterback. He's not necessarily an elite. I mean, he's a serviceable quarterback. He's serviceable. Yeah, I, exactly. I think he's been overhyped in. Mm, I don't necessarily think because nobody, I don't, I don't think anybody's been clamoring that he's I was about to Jack say. Prescott or something like that, Lamar Jackson or something, or mm-hmm. anything like that. We all know, we all know Tannehill's ceiling. I and mean, what it is, is he's an above average quarterback. Right. Like he's 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 a serviceable quarterback, but like he but just when you have a guy, when you have a man, opinion. when you have a man beast like Derrick Henry in the backfield, constantly, all I the mean, time, never. Who's stop. gonna stop him? Oh yeah, no team has been able to. I mean, every team they play, they get added to the stiff arm highlight reel. Man, it's just, it's just crazy. And I think it helped having Julio Jones and AJ Brown back. Yes, that was a dope catch, though. Off his helmet and he catches the football. I mean, yeah. Tennessee, he, like you all said, yeah, Tannehill's serviceable, but I don't think he had the best game tonight. He threw an interception. He was um, 18 for 29, 216 yards. But Derrick he Henry, he, he didn't play well at all. Derrick so. Henry is a freight train, and you, you aren't going to stop Dan him. knows all about it. Oh my gosh, Derrick Henry! Man. <laughs> Seeing him run. Can somebody check out uh, Earl Thomas? Is he okay? Like, have has well, anybody seen got, him since? Has anybody well, seen him since? He got cut. He got cut after that, and I I think that has been the video of his. That's that's his highlight. For I think that's career. the last play of his career. I but think I, I think I, so. Rest in He's peace, not playing Earl for anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was brutal to watch that. Josh Allen, three touchdowns and an interception with 353 yards. But the Bills, they don't really have a running game. Devin Singletary only had five carries for 27 yards rushing. That's a problem. That's a big big problem. 
they need to figure that running game out because that it like like same thing with what like we said about washington the best teams have a good running game and um it's also an issue with kansas city too they don't have a running game either right um but you know they got to figure that running game out josh allen of course is a pretty mobile quarterback he's he's a mobile quarterback but you know you can't rely on your quarterback being your top rusher every game yeah this this game to me was was strange uh in that you know if if you just looked at the numbers, I mean, you would think that the Buffalo dominated. If if you, if you don't look over at you know Derek Derrick Henry stats for a second, if you just compare the quarterbacks, I mean, yeah, Buffalo dominates this game. But the difference is, is you know Tennessee had no passing game, Buffalo did, and Buffalo had no running game, but Tennessee was carried by Derrick Henry like they usually are. I mean, when, when Derrick Henry doesn't carry them, they usually do not win. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes for them. That's that's their formula to win is feed him the damn ball and give him an opportunity to stiff arm somebody in, in open space because he will, because he's that much of a beast and people still don't know how to tackle him. They haven't really, they haven't figured it out yet. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of had a feeling this was going to be a game that was really going to be an offensive, sh- offensive, you know, showdown uh, for sure. Mm. But um, the fact that I and I look, I'll also say I I like the Bills going for it in the situation they went for it there to try to go yeah. to go ahead and 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 grab the uh, and and get the win essentially. Mm-hmm. I like that decision. You know, um, the analytics I, I, I tell was you, all for it. Also, I was all right. for it. Also, you needed six inches. You got Josh Allen. He's, I mean, he's a beast. He's six five. I don't know how much he weighs, but. <laughs> Just he can just stretch across and get that first down, um, or that touchdown rather. So, I like that play call there. Buffalo's gonna be fine. Um, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have a couple close games like this this season. I'm not worried about them. But it's interesting to see Tennessee now, who a lot of people have written off, and I know I I wrote I wrote them off a few weeks ago. Um, way too early to do that, by the way. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> if you're a, if you're a betting person, which I am not, thank God. Um. They're kind of back in this thing now. Now that now they're four and two, um, you know, they they I I mean I I don't know the standings off the top of my head in the in the AFC South, but I I assume that they're in first place. If if uh, I'm gonna look here real quick, just so I don't look like Titans four and two, Colts two and four in second place, and then you, we know the rest. Yeah, the Colts. I mean, the Colts have been in, inconsistent. Um, that concerns me. Obviously, we know Houston and Jacksonville are in trouble. So Tennessee's the. I mean, they're the best team in that division, but they hadn't been playing like it uh, the last few weeks. And I think this was an important game for them to come out and show. Yes, we are the AFC South leading. We are leading the AFC South. I can't talk. I think I need more coffee or something to start the day. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but oh man, that really got Kirby going. He is <laughs> lean back. Um. They they impressed me in this game, and I know, like I said, you're not going to be able to, you know, Derrick Henry is not going to be able to do this every game. <laughs> let's let's be honest, he's going to get worn out if they try to do this every single game. Um, they have AJ Brown and, like Carlos said, Julio Jones. I mean, they are pretty solid, so they need to they need to mix it up a little better, I think, if they're going to have long term success. But I mean, watching. I mean, Derrick Henry just took this game over, and just just like he has when the when the Titans have won meaningful games in the past, he did it again in this game. And it always seems to be also in a prime time position when he does this as well, or, or a, pl- a playoff game. Uh, rip, rip, Earl Thomas. Um, 
<laughs> but I I don't have really have anything to add to that. I I think Tennessee proved to me that they they um can't be taken lightly. Um, Buffalo's defense also has a decent amount of issues as well. It mm. seems like there's really no great defenses in the AFC. Um, all of them are just kind of you know. I, I, mean, I guess Baltimore's you, defense played pretty well this this week, but they did, but they 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 hadn't until this week. That's the thing. Like they've yeah. been giving up 25, 30, you know, 40 points. Now look at who they're playing. Obviously, when you gotta when you play Kansas City, that you, that's just kind of how it goes. But um, yeah, but they played the Chargers this week and they held them. To yeah, six I know. Points. So yeah, I, mean, I know, I know. They finally stepped up. <laughs> exactly. No, that's that's exactly right. Um but yeah, I, I think this just again proves my theory that the AFC is kind of wide open right now. Um, and those teams that are four and two or better, obviously in my mind, have the best chance, but especially a team like, you know, Tennessee, who people have sort of written off. And that's that's kind of the way they like it. They like to, it's nice when you can sit on top of the division and people don't talk about you. You know what I mean? Like you don't have that spotlight on you because you don't feel like you have to live up to someone's supreme expectations. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think Tennessee is sort of living that way right now, and they, they'll take that every day of the week. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'll say is, I mean, I don't necessarily fully trust Tennessee's defense. Their defense is still pretty bad. Um, like I said, I agree with you, Dan, about the fourth – like going for it on that fourth down, that fourth and one, because, or that fourth and inches really, mm-hmm, um, yeah. because, and it was just, a, it was, it was kind of a freak incident, you know, Josh Allen slipped, uh, yep. which happens. I don't necessarily like the move he made though, because he like took a step back and then went forward, <laughs> which, you know, just to, like, just go, just dive, just dive for it. Like use your height. Advantage, yeah, right. Um, in, your, in your stretch, yeah. But yeah, I'm not worried about the Bills. I'm not worried about them at all. I don't think this loss necessarily uh, hurts them. I mean, again, Tennessee. We, I mean, we were some. We were even kind of picking Tennessee to even make it to the Super Bowl because of how good they look. I believe uh, I picked them. Yeah, <laughs> but they're they've they've just taken a little bit to get going and finally realize like, hey, Derrick Henry is still going to be the the engine of this offense, right? And uh, of course. It's kind of hard to trust Tennessee because when you lose to the Jets, that's kind of uh, that's kind of <laughs> that, that, that's a red flag right there. Um, yeah, they lose to the bit. worst team in the in the AFC, <laughs> but then they beat the best team in the AFC with the Bills. It, they're so inconsistent, is what right. I'm trying to say here. Their defense is still not the best. Tannehill again is an above average quarterback, but he's not elite, of course. Um. So I'm not worried about and, and again Buffalo. I mean they have they have options everywhere still. You know, yeah, their running game is suspect, but they have they, you know Emmanuel Sanders is actually still is playing pretty well. I right. mean, and then you know obviously you, you got Diggs, you got um, Cole Beasley, uh, former Cowboy, of course. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not worried about Buffalo. I think. Buffalo's ultimately going to be fine. Uh, they're going to lose games here and there. Every team is. Nobody goes undefeated, I guess, unless you're the Patriots until the Super Bowl. Um, Rip. <laughs> and then Tennessee, I mean, we'll see where they go from here. We, we'll see if this is a launching point for them to be the team that we thought they were going to be. Or 
are they was this just a blip and they're going to still be that inconsistent team down the way and they're just going to make the playoffs because the AFC South ultimately ended up not being the division we thought it was going to be. Yeah, and I feel like this win could be a springboard for them. I think uh, obviously time will tell. But also, you know, credit to Mike Vrabel and what he's been able to do there so far. Yeah, absolutely. In the time he's been there in Tennessee, it's just been exceptional to watch what, what he's been able to do. With yeah, but you don't want to give him too much credit because ultimately Mike Vrabel is a defensive guy. And ever since their defensive coordinator left that the year that they beat you guys in the playoffs. Yeah. And now he's the defensive the same. coordinator in Atlanta. They have their defense hasn't been good and they yeah. spent money on their defense this offseason. So you can give him credit. Yeah, he's got Tennessee in a good place, but they got to figure that defense out because that defense is 31st in the league right now. I think it's, it's, it's unbelievable how bad they are and they played good here to an extent, but I, I, I still don't trust this defense on Tennessee. Also, that was, uh, that was Dean Pease and he was uh, also the Ravens uh, defensive coordinator too, before that. There you so go. <laughs> he, had a, he had a pretty good career and then he came out of retirement to, for some reason, go and, coach Atlanta but that's that's neither here nor there yeah all right Kirby go ahead so that is the Titans in the Bills 34 to 31 we will take a deep dive into the two minute drill hurry up offense coming up next is it finally time to upgrade your home's interior how about with an authentic farm table made locally from recycled barn wood? Shenandoah Primitives, based right here in Winchester, Virginia, makes farm tables, benches, tables, coffee tables, and a long list of other items for your home decorating needs. At Shenandoah Primitives, function and style are combined for great furniture that will last generations. If you're interested in combining the industrial look of metal with wood or considering something incredibly unique with a live edge, Shenandoah Primitives turns those ideas into reality. Thinking about a mirror, wine rack, or other accent piece for your home, Shenandoah Primitives can assist with that as well. As a local small business, Shenandoah Primitives is happy to work with each client for a custom design or schedule an appointment to come out and view current inventory. Local high quality handmade items can be found at Shenandoah Primitives. Find us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Once again, that's www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Hey, sports fans. Thank you for listening to and supporting the Kirby on Sports podcast with founder and host Josh Kirby, along with lead contributor Dan Dembski. Like, subscribe, and give them a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast from. My name is Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation. Our company helps leaders build engaged and productive teams. Exclusively for listeners of the Kirby on Sports podcast, you can take an opportunity to discover your primary communication style and learn more about effective communication with others. Text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free copy of the Working From Home Communication Assessment where you'll learn your primary communication style, how to better communicate with others not like you, and tips on working remotely based on your personal communication style. 10 minutes, tons of resources. Learn about yourself and your team. 
Again, text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free assessment report today. I'm Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, where we help you and your team be more engaged and productive by understanding each other better. Back to you, Josh. All right. Welcome back. I have to redact what I said earlier. It's not called the two-minute drill. Carlos was uh, laughing at me at the commercial break there. It is the hurry-up offense where we talk about the rest of the games we did not cover. I don't have a play call ready. I don't have a play call. You don't have a play call. Yeah. Ready? Ready? Ready, Break. break. Uh, Who says ready that long, Kirby? Come on. Whatever. Let's get into it. The first game, Thursday night football, the Buccaneers and the Eagles were the Eagles covered the spread, but the Bucs still beat them. I mean, the Eagles keeping it that close and covering the spread. I was very surprised in that game. Brady, two touchdowns and an interception. Jalen Hurts, only 115 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Yeah, short week. I mean, a lot of those... Thursday night games are sloppy. This was one of those that um, I think people were surprised by the score, but uh, the Bucks pretty much had this game from from the start. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really no question. The Bucks just let off the gas, to be completely honest. Yeah, I mean they they had the lead and they were just like, you know, we they're just we like, all right, let's this. get out of here. Yeah, it's so. Thursday. Why why exert ourselves? Let's can't. How about let's just cancel Thursday night football? It's so pointless. Like, why are you making these teams suffer? Look at what the Browns are gonna about to go through. They they're missing so many players they're, on a short. They have week. no one. Yeah, they have no one. So you know what? Just cancel Thursday night football. Who cares? Do who actually watch? Unless my team's playing, I don't really care about Thursday night football. The matchups aren't great either most no. of the time. I mean, they're just they're they're mismatches or their teams no one gives a shit about. So yeah, I I kind of agree with that, Carlos. I I think maybe if not canceling it, then you know finding out some way to fix it. So the next game, the Jaguars get their first one of the season over the Miami Dolphins in London. Well, I'm not going to say it, but they, they grinded to get that victory. God damn Uh it. (laughs) God damn it. You had to know it was coming. My man. Uh, Trevor Lawrence played well. Uh, th- yeah, this game, I don't know. It's it's another one of those brutal type of games. Those London games a lot of times are same sort of thing as Thursday night. They're kind of like two teams that nobody really cares about. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't have much to say. I will say the Dolphins can't run the ball at all. I mean, their leading rusher had 24 yards. That's pathetic. <laughs> That's yeah. simply pathetic. Um, happy for the Jags. Kind of sad that they got a win because now they're not going to go 0-17, I thought th- that'd be pretty cool, but looks like the Lions, who I'm sure we'll talk about next, can can fill that crown this season, so. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is 2-0 against Tua, Tonga Viola. I mean, <laughs> Tua's, I just don't think he's the answer in Miami. I really no. don't. I don't think he's, I don't think he's got it. I just don't. And, uh, yeah, um, we'll see where Miami goes from here. And, of course, Congratulations to Urban Meyer and the Jacks. Um, hopefully, uh, it Urban didn't get too wild after that. <laughs> yeah, nice, uh, a nice soda this time. How about instead of uh, another type of beverage? All right, Dan's Ravens over the Chargers, thirty-four to six. Suck it, Dante. 
Yeah, uh, the defense. Kirby, you don't get to throw Dante under the bus, okay? He's my friend. I get to throw him under the bus. Suck it, Dante. There you go. <laughs> we we had to fill that in. Um, yeah, the defense stepped up in a huge way in this game. Uh, they really pl- played a lot better than I expected as far as slowing down Justin Herbert. And, you know, I don't know. It was It was one of those types of games where it's almost like I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh, Lamar didn't play his best game, only had 167 and a touchdown um, and two interceptions. One of them was off a receiver's hand, so that really wasn't his fault. I, I hate those types of interceptions where so obviously they, they count as picks, but, like, come on, it literally hit the guy in the hands. Well, it's like the Mahomes pick in the Washington game because it went off Tyreek's hands. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and the fact that the Ravens are able to, like, trot out whatever running back was good four years ago and have them have success, I think is huge. <laughs> and and this game, it happened to be Devonte Freeman. He was, he was fantastic. And former um, Falcon right there, former Falcon. That's, that's right. Um, yeah, it's, I'm just very pleased with the way they played. And it, it, go, it goes to show like Lamar doesn't have to play a perfect game for them to win. Their defense can still kind of get the job done. I don't know if this is sustainable long-term as far as their defense stepping back up and becoming the old-fashioned Ravens defense that we've seen season after season. I'm not saying that that's what we will see, but uh, I certainly hope it is. And the Chargers will be fine. I mean, they, this is just a slip-up game for them. They're still very much in the thick of things. Um, but, the, I mean, they have a lot of concerns on defense, <laughs> you know, a, a, a ton. And I, obviously that was addre- that's been addressed before, but... Um, They'll be fine. Like, like I said, there really are no dominant defenses in the AFC. So when you see a, an AFC defense dominate, it's, it's kind of surprising. Um, and especially with, you know, a team like the Ravens defense this year has not, not been the same and with all the injuries as well. Yeah. The only thing I'll say is uh, with the, with the win and with everybody else pretty much losing, that was important in the AFC uh, aside from the Titans, Baltimore's in the number one spot right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, pressure's keep on it going, I guess, if you guys want home field. <laughs> yeah, I know that's that's the biggest thing is, you know, we have to make we have to keep reminding ourselves this is a long season. Like we have to keep keep it up. Obviously, we're going to drop some games here and there. I'm not expecting us to win out. That's highly unlikely for anybody to do that. But I just want to see consistency. Like I want to see our defense continue to play consistently. They're not going to get stops every time, but. That's the biggest thing for me. And our offense can score points. They've shown they have no problem doing that, whether it's in the second quarter or, you know, scoring three touchdowns in the fourth. We we can do it if we if we have to. Yep. All right. The Minnesota Vikings defeating the Carolina Panthers in overtime. The Panthers are struggling. They got off to a really good start, but now they they're just not looking that good. Sam Darnold, I don't think is playing that well. No, it just feels like Sam Darnold right now is like, he's like, I think he still has trauma from the Jets. You still know, seen experience. Ghosts out there. He's ready to press the panic button, but like he just hasn't pressed it yet. I mean, let's again, like I said, let's be honest. With, it was the same case with Denver. Who did Carolina actually beat before they came up against Dallas? And they played good in the first couple quarters against Dallas. And then Dallas eventually just third quarter blew up and just, you know, lit it like lit them up. But I mean, since then, they just haven't looked good. And, you know, 
I, I got to give props to the Vikings. You know, I, again, I still don't necessarily think they are that good of a team, and I hope my, I hope the Cowboys expose them uh, in two weeks. <laughs> but they they're kind of sneaky. They're 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 sneaking up on a lot of teams right now, and that offense is pretty good. You know, uh, obviously you got Kirk Cousins, who is more of a crunch time quarterback in my opinion. But you know, I've already made my thoughts clear about him, and of course, you got a talented offense, you know, I mean, they're going to move the ball, but I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Minnesota. Congratulations. I don't really care. <laughs> that, I mean, that was going to be my headline. Who, who gives a crap about this game? Um, but honestly, like, I mean, Carlos pretty much said it all. I, I think, you know, the Panthers didn't really beat anyone this season in their in their first three games and I think there was a false sense of who they were as a football team this is who they are I mean they are uh they're an average football team they're probably a sub 500 team this year and the Vikings are just so damn inconsistent uh, it's just how I define them you just don't know what you're gonna see week to week from them and Kirk Cousins is the same way <laughs> you know he can come out and throw two picks and no touchdowns and the next game three touchdowns and almost 400 yards it's just i've got i've got nothing of substance to say here but other than those two things the green bay packers over the chicago bears justin fields in this game gets sacked four times and aaron Rodgers is now a minority shareholder in chicago he owns gonna say that did you know did you guys know that his whole effing life he uh, he's owned them he owns them he still owns them it's insane. It is insane. How do we not know? How do we not know? Must have, <laughs> I should have read the paperwork. I don't know how I missed it. Um, yeah, the nice thing for the Bears, you know, Khalil Herbert, Virginia Tech Hokey, had a really good game running the football. But, you know, this this is just what the Packers do to the Bears. Uh, it's, it's, tw- it's, you know, twice a season they do this. Um, they beat them usually pretty handily, so. I don't have anything to really add to that. The Packers are as good as we think they are, and the Bears are a mess. And how how many losses will it take for Matt Nagy to get fired? Who knows? He's not going to make it much longer. But I'm sure Bears fans hope. <laughs> good luck, Kirby, this the, this coming week. Yeah. <laughs> the Bengals over the Lions, thirty-four to eleven. I don't really have much to add. Uh, who cares? The Congratulations, the Bengals beat the worst team in the NFL. The Colts Bengals are different. sneaky. Oh. Bengals are sneaky, though. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, that's all ultimately, ultimately, it's not going to work out for them. No. The Colts over the Texans, thirty-one to three. Who cares? Just skip. Just skip <laughs> Who this. Cares. The Rams game. over the Giants, thirty-eight to eleven. Again, who cares? The yeah. Giants aren't good. Like sorry, sorry, saying. Lauren, but your team is terrible. <laughs> your team is your team is awful. And g- congratulations to the Rams because they're still winning. The 11 Card- points in a game. Pathetic. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. The Cardinals over the Browns, 37 to 14. Cardinals. I, mean, I know Carlos says he doesn't know if they're legit, but I, well, I we mean, we had they, a very heated discussion earlier about the we're Browns. Not- no, 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 no. Excuse me. I was just presenting the argument from the other side, okay? And then yeah, I didn't respond wasn't- anymore to Dan because I was just letting Dan dig his own grave there. <laughs> uh, well, oh, oh, well, oh, well. 
We're not um, gonna get into it on here. No, that's stupid and and dumb. We keep I our conversation. I just thought it was a very ourselves. heated discussion. It I wasn't heated. Pa- it wasn't. And Kirby heated. just trying to stir the pot. Always. No, I just saw long paragraphs, and I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I mean, heated. he made good points in those paragraphs. He's talking about all yeah, the injuries, right. and they they, they yeah. have a ton of injuries. So I'm not denying that. I was just saying, I was just making a generalization, but. It's Kyler Murray has got to be in the MVP conversation right now. Uh, He's the favorite I, tied with Dak. Gotta yeah. be. Gotta be. Um, and it's still early. Wilson's middle finger uh, took him out of that conversation. He wasn't playing that well before that. Yeah, but, he wasn't. Okay. Yeah, it, Russell's lost his, uh, his, his touch and his finger. Uh, and his dexterity. Sanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Let, let's let's talk about that. Let's when we get going, to let's keep going. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, all right. I, yeah, I've already made my thoughts known about Arizona. I don't know if they're legit yet. I, I think I just they don't are. necessarily yeah. have. I don't know their offense. I mean, not their offense. Their I mean, their offense worries me if Kyler Murray gets hurt, but their defense worries me because they're very. It's very chaotic defense. It's not. It's not a structure like a structured defense. Like a lot of their plays are based off of chaos i agree with that the raiders over the broncos 34 to 24 i thought this might be a game more in the broncos favor based off everything that has happened we all know what happened but the raiders with a 10 point victory over the denver broncos yeah i mean this is this is a big win for them after all the stuff that's transpired um you know, that's really all I have. The Broncos are same situation as the Panthers where they started the season undefeated. And then we kind of see who they are because they didn't beat anybody in those first three weeks, literally identical to the Panthers. So I, I don't have much to say about them, um, but good, good for the Raiders. And again, you know, people who wrote off the Raiders after all that happened with Gruden, I mean, not, not so fast, my friend to quote, you know, Lee Corso. Yeah, they're not the Raiders aren't done yet. I mean, it's it sucks for I mean I I feel bad for Teddy Bridgewater because it, it was finally starting to work out for him and mm-hmm. then he gets the concussion and then just since then this team just hasn't looked great since. So we'll see how how it works out for Denver, but you know. Doesn't yeah, no, and then for again for Vegas, I thought that this whole thing with Gruden was kind of kind of derailed them, but Clearly, I was wrong. So, well, we'll see in a couple weeks. I mean, let's let's see what their record is after this. I mean, I, I just think hope they don't ruin another Thanksgiving for my team. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay, so this next one, the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Seattle Seahawks in overtime. I, I'm like the Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith. Geno Smith hasn't started the game in four years. And he comes out 23 for 32, 209 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I, I mean, that's crazy. I, I did not think this game would be so close. But yet well, again, that gets to say Pittsburgh's struggling very badly. Pittsburgh's defense is, is pretty bad, uh, especially their secondary. They They have a ton of issues there. Um, but as far as... You know, th- this game was strange. I think that's how, how I would. So weird. <laughs> it was such a weird game. Um, so weird. 
organized chaos, maybe to use a, a word that Carlos used in the last with the Cardinals chaos. I mean, I think that's kind of what this game was. It was a little, it's a little all over the place and, and un, unexpected, but um, big win for Pittsburgh. They needed it, but uh, the fact that they had to go to overtime to beat, you know, Geno Smith, definitely a concern for them moving forward. Um, yeah, Geno Seattle. Smith. Seattle's done this year. I, I I think even if Russell comes back, I, I think they have a lot of issues. Um, and I think when he comes back, I don't know what his timetable is, but it's it's, it's looking bad. like week nine is probably when he's going to come back. And I just don't right. know if, if Seattle's going to have him in a good spot enough for them to try to even make a run. Right. I totally agree. Yeah, but I think that's I, all we got. But yeah, can that's... we talk? Can, can we talk real quick about Russell Wilson doing that dumb? Uh, two minute drill by himself, make the play. And then such a weirdo for, like, pretending to throw the ball. It's like, what the, what, what the hell are you doing? Like, this is why Russell Wilson is insufferable. He's, he's insufferable. Carlos. He's, he's insufferable to me. He's so fake. Yeah. Oh he's one of those. God. He's like one of those, um, Guys who sets up a uh, a YouTube channel and is just he says he's a motivational speaker and he just like says this random bullshit that people buy into. Um, <laughs> he's not that bad. I wouldn't put him on that level, but certainly like the fact that like did he make a comment like I didn't know the cameras were rolling or something or did somebody say that because I mean I, I, I saw don't that know. In, I mean like, you have the freaking it's the spy it's whatever the sky cam thing like. You, you like you can see it. It's recording you. It's pointed at you. It's it was it was weird. It was maybe, really weird. Maybe he just missed playing football. That that was the first time he wasn't in the game. If I remember that stat correctly. Congratulations. Did you see Dak out there trying to run play? <laughs> like you're hurt. Why are you and then he goes out during the coin toss? Yeah, know? that was that like, was what not are you doing, right. dude? That was not right. Yeah. <laughs> That's breaking an that's that's one of those unwritten rules I think in football you don't even the overtime coin toss. No, you don't you you don't send out an injured player for a coin toss. Um, or the the crowd in Pittsburgh booed booed as soon as they realized it was Russell Wilson out there, which they should have. Good good for them, and I can't stand Pittsburgh. Good for them. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, but. It was very interesting to see that video. Really weird game from start to finish. Absolutely. That was the hurry up offense. We will wrap things up right after this. Hey there, this is Mark Francis of Icon Real Estate. If you have any real estate needs in the Winchester surrounding area, including West Virginia, give me a call. I've got extensive experience, been in the business for almost 20 years and would love to help you out. Track me down at Icon Real Estate, iconsells.com, or even give me a call, 540-247-1527. Again, Icon Sells, I-C-O-N-S-E-L-L-S.com, and I would love to chat with you and help you out. Give me a call. All right, we are back. The three-man booth on the Kirby on Sports podcast. Gentlemen, what are we looking out for next week? Well, I will start, I guess, since no one said anything. Um, you know, just looking at these games. There's not really a whole lot. There's not a whole lot. There really isn't a whole lot. This is another weird week. I mean, 
for me, it's kind of tough because the Cowboys aren't playing this week. Obviously, thank God it's the bye week, but it kind of sucks entertainment wise. Right. I. You know what? I. I think Chiefs and Titans is definitely a game I'm looking forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect the Chiefs to win that game, but the way their defense has played and the way Derrick Henry's been playing, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think he could run all over them. Um, yep. That could be a fun game. And we, you know, we all know Tennessee's defense has struggled just, just as much, especially in the secondary. So Mahomes could go off too. That could be you know, both teams could score in the 40s, maybe 50s in that game, I really believe. Uh, that could that could be a fun one. Surprise that's not a four o'clock game on CBS, Yeah, it's a one o'clock game. O'clock. Doesn't make sense. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to look and see. Uh, ew, the Bears and Bucks are the 425 game on CBS. Ugh. Yeah, that that's gonna be a very exciting football. And Texas Sunday and night Cardinals. football is Colts 49ers. What? Yeah. I, oh wow. Yeah, this week's kind of a dud as far as interesting games. Um, yeah, well, really the only so. I mean, the Bengals Ravens is going to be interesting. That's, that's, that's what gonna I was going to say. Yeah, that's what that's I gonna was going to say. I, I think yeah, that's going to be a very interesting game. But it's going to be on at the, the same Ravens. time as Washington Green Bay, the same time as Kansas City, t- Tennessee. W- what are we doing? Let's flex some of these games out of these time slots. I agree. I agree. Bengals, I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, this is their big test. This is their first big test right now. Yeah, absolutely. But this absolutely. is their this is a big test because obviously the Ravens right now are the are are the top dogs of this division. Yeah, yeah and I agree. We can't sleep on Cincinnati. I mean, they they played pretty good. They played pretty well. And uh, divisional games are always tough anyway, but especially when Cincinnati has played a lot better than people expected, and we didn't expect there to be. Ravens versus Bengals for the for the division lead like that was not something I don't think anyone envisioned so that's definitely a game I mean I I was gonna say that one I mean obviously I'm gonna be watching that anyway I'm you know I'm a huge (laughs) I'm a a huge fan um (laughs) so it should be that should be a fun one but uh yeah you know interest interested to see how our defense does against Joe Burrow um you know we we are pretty good historically getting pressure on young quarterbacks so I'll be watching out to make sure that we uh we take care of Joe Burrow and not 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 in a not in a violent way just in a uh sore the next day contain him that's right all right well you guys I think that about wraps it up you're not gonna tell us what you're looking forward to yeah what you're not looking forward to the football team and the Packers I'm not looking looking for 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 for, uh Dan Snyder to sell the team to Aaron Rodgers (laughs) so he can say he owns you guys too no, that you you took mine, the Bengals and the Ravens. I feel like okay. once again, this is a pretty big test for the Bengals. If they can potentially come out and keep the Ravens in check or beat them, that's going to be the telling on how good this Bengals team will be, in my opinion. Also, that's a that's a seven point line. That's that's I mean, that's probably fair, but I don't know. I'm I, I don't know. I just I feel like it's going to be a field goal win for us. I just I just kind of feel that way. If we come out and blow them out, I can say I was wrong and it's recorded and it'll be out there for the world to hear. So <laughs> yeah, this week hope, is this week isn't going to be the best football week. I feel like no, this is not one of those week weekends to watch red zone or something all weekend. So although I will say this NFL season has been fantastic so far. We've had like great blessed. game after great game. I think it's yeah. about time we finally have that week where it's like 
And maybe maybe things just go the way they're supposed to go. How about next week? Turn off the TV. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think that wraps it up for the three-man booth here. Gentlemen, any last words? You hate to see it. Yeah, hate live, to see it. Live Moss. All right. V- you like that old-fashioned Taco Bell? Yeah. I was about to say, we're, we're, apparently we're plugging Taco Bell in this, but, you know. Absolutely. Anyways. Sponsor this podcast. Our time is up here in the Trumbull Insurance Agency virtual studio for our sponsors, Regroup Building Services, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, and Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate. This has been another edition of the Kirby on Sports podcast. For Dan and Carlos, I am Josh Kirby. Find all of our work www.kirbyonsports.com follow us subscribe like anywhere you get podcasts and on youtube as well until the next time you hear our voices always remember to create greatness so long and peace out